It's the Hive Sports Podcast, bringing you all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State. Visit us at thehivesports.com. Against Gobert, puts his shoulder down, rolls inside, try to slam it home, and Rudy said, not tonight! John Beck is on the run, he throws behind him, it is, cut for the touchdown! Merrill for the lead, he's got it! What's up, Jazz fans? Welcome to another Take Note Thursday episode of the Hive Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Dan, and before we get started, I have to remind you to follow us on social media. We just have all this content ready for you, whether it's on Facebook, Twitter, or or Instagram, or better yet, all of them, the big three, just search at the Hive Sports. And while you're at it, you might as well just um, find other ways to stay up to date. You can subscribe to our newsletter. We do a monthly newsletter. Um, we're hoping to get out more more content for you there um, so you stay up to date on everything that's going on. You, you know, you might not be on social media, but, but that's good. And then lastly, but, but, but not least, make sure to, if you're on an Apple device, go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star rating and review. What that does is it helps um, our podcast reach more jazz fans like you and it makes it more searchable so so let us know what you like what you, what you want to see more of and without further ado let's get this started today we're going to be talking what a busy week with between the draft and NBA free agency and uh, and some of the summer league with um, two jazz teams playing um, that there's a jazz blue and a jazz white team and then the the our well-known visitors, the the Grizzlies and the Spurs. I think two years ago, the last time they had this, I had actually had a new baby. I was tweeting um, with some, some fans earlier and said that that yeah, my wife let me sneak away during my parental leave just for for a night. And so, props to my buddy Thatcher Olson um, had some extra tickets, and so. Unfortunately, this time I my in my day job I was busy working. But um, shout out to all of you who were able to to go to the game and and enjoy some jazz basketball. So we'll definitely talk about that. Um, I was able to watch a little bit of it on my TV, but um, between the first and second game. But um, it's crazy how much is actually going on at, um, right now as I'm recording. Real Salt Lake is playing. Um, as I'm recording, they're currently behind one to zero. So we'll see how what happens with that. Um, and definitely keeping in touch with the Olympics. Um, I I believe um, Team USA is playing in the quarterfinal or the semifinal soon um, in basketball. But um, but definitely enjoy watching track and some of my other favorite sports. So, um, anyways. The reason I say that is, yeah, I wasn't able to watch all of, all of Summer League. I watched little plays and, and got a lot of your comments. So I'm definitely excited to talk about it more um, here on, on the podcast. But, but first, let's get to the NBA draft. Um, and by the way, if you go to, to thehivesports.com and click on the pro section with all the pro teams in Utah, there's a lot more than you think. More than just Jazz, there's RSL, Bees, um, Utah Grizzlies, but but anyways, click on that Jazz one and you'll see a lot of content. Um, my, my colleague Griffin, Gam- Griffin Gamble, he has been writing a lot of 
um, mock drafts, and now, now he just kind of wrote a recap of the draft and um, is working on more free agency. Um, he, he just talked about a couple of them, like Conley being one of them, but um, we're going to get some more from him on our, our new signings. And so, so let's let's talk about first about Jared Butler drafted thir- with the 40th pick. We traded the 30th. Um, I believe it was with Memphis or OKC. I'll ha- I'd have to check that. I'm pretty sure it was Memphis. OKC was a different um, trade. So, anyways, we got the 40th, or yeah, yeah, it was the 40th pick. We so it was nice that um, the guy that we wanted fell in the draft. Jared Butler was one of the most outstanding players, I think, of the whole Final Four. He was voted the MVP of that, um, played for Baylor, and just was a, a real um, quality player. The only concern with him, the reason I think he fell far in the draft, is he was diagnosed with a little bit of concerns with his heart or just some health concerns, but he passed a lot of rigorous um, physical tests and and it looks like he'll be ready to go, and hopefully he'll stay healthy for for the Jazz. Um, and my my takeaway right away is is you look at him as possibly that that backup point guard to Mike Conley, and and he seems like he he should be able to to defend, which is something that that we need. Um, we don't have a lot of length. Um, I think he's about six foot three. Um, so I'm excited to see what he can do. He he looks like a, uh, he's got a lot of potential. Um, he's not a star yet, but I think he, um, I'm just excited about the depth. That's one big thing we're going to be talking about, and and I think that he he will be good. Um, I, we still need to maybe I mean as most NBA rookies are like he still needs to polish some things, but I mean. When Rudy first got in the NBA, he needed to do the same, and and so it'll be fun to see what happens with Jared Butler, the lone pick of this draft, and it looks like the Jazz are, I mean, in, in the future, there's not going to be a lot of drafting. We're in win-now mode, and so some of these trades or acquisitions we've made, we're giving up draft picks to do it, because there's other teams that are maybe looking to rebuild and like add draft picks and try to find some more assets in the draft. But but as it, as it sits right now, Jared Butler I think was a good start um, to what what I like what I consider the meat of the NBA offseason. Last week or two, you know they had the celebration for and congrats to Milwaukee and Sam Merrill, the Utah State Aggie. Have to throw that in there, being an Aggie fan, but um, won their first title in 50 years. Uh, so. So that was cool, but 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 then yeah, there's just not a lot of NBA news going on. Um, hopefully, in the next week or two, we'll be able to break down a an, an announced schedule. Um, we know that I I think the start date is somewhere. It's starting to become back to normal. Where it's going to be in the latter half of October. I think it's October 19th or somewhere around there. And so usually the the um, schedule comes around the the first or second week of August, and that's always a fun time. But um, Jared Butler, one more time, I'm just going to say I'm, I'm really excited to see what he can do. Um, hope, hopefully we don't have too much expectations for him in year one. Hopefully, I mean, we're just hoping that he can be a decent backup point guard. I mean, that's a lot to ask for someone in year one. So maybe we'll do some juggling. Maybe sometimes 
like in the, like as as uh, it has been in the past, Joe Ingles or maybe Donovan or some people can take some reps at point guard, and so Jared Butler can just really focus on defending. And I mean, yeah, we want him to be able to distribute the ball, but also he has to learn to learn Quinn's system, and that's pretty tough for a point guard who's the four general um, in year one. Like, there's just a lot to learn. So I feel like a lot of the rookies don't play. So I'm I'm hoping I'm thinking that that Conley and Donovan and a lot of them will get the meat of the minutes but I'm hoping to see somewhere in between like at least 10 to 20 minutes from Jared Butler and in year one that he can just as a solid backup do something for for the Jazz it's positive so now let's talk about the offseason moves um, so outgoing pl fit, um, players favors you know cue the sad music uh, he he's awesome so, I mean, that his second stint with the Jazz, not quite as dominant as he was in the first stint. So, um, just a, seems a little st a step too slow. But we'll see how he does in OKC. It'll be fun to see him as a division rival. Um, I believe that'll be be fun to see what happens. Um, Matt Thomas, he was only here for a little bit. And I, I saw a little bit of griping for that. It was, it was like, I think we... Gave up some assets, had him. He he didn't play very many minutes, and then we released him. Um, so not sure what, what the um, goal was there, but but oh well on 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 that. Um, and then also Georges Niang, he just signed a free agent deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. Um, I've seen a lot of mixed reviews. I know some some of you were not Niang fans and. And I thought he, he had some great games, um, could hit the three. I, I, I know he's, he struggled in the playoffs. And when, when we're in win-now win mode, if anybody struggles at that level in the playoffs where they just don't seem like they're playable on the court, then you got to, like, I mean, not just over one game, over a series, then you got to kind of start looking at, okay, do we want, we want to be an 82-game team or a 16-game team that can win a championship? And so... I personally love the minivan thing. I got a minivan shirt um, around my 31st birthday because he, um, George's name wears 31, and uh, um, I think all all you had to do was do a test drive. They probably won't do it anymore since he's no longer here. Maybe if you go to Philly, they will. But um, if you did some test drives at Larry H. Miller, they they gave you a, a free minivan shirt. So I'll definitely still wear that. Maybe if. Um, I'm available on the night that Philly comes to town. Even if I'm watching from home, maybe I'll, I'll wear that along with the Jazz hat to like to pay my respects. Cause I th I think he had some good games where he was hitting the three. He wasn't a world-beating like 50, 60 point scorer, but um, I think he was good. So that's the outgoing, the in incoming. I'll tell you my level of excitement in order. So the number one guy I'm excited about is Hassan Whiteside. Um, and I know, I mean, he's kind of tapered off a little bit the last couple years. I don't think he was utilized as well on the King because to be honest, who is utilized well on the Kings? They're just not a great franchise. But um, Hassan Whiteside, if he can be even a shell of what he used to be, that's a solid backup. He's just an athlete. Um, I remember he was a G League star and then just did great things for the Heat for the for a while. Just was able to block shots, um, he, and 
I think he'll just be a good, good athletic guy. I mean, the Jazz, it seems like we tend to favor our traditional centers. Um, Mehmet Okur was maybe the last center I remember that could could hit the three. So there aren't too many of those seven-foot guys that can hit the three. But I, I think someone like um, that can at least get their own shot, I think Hassan Whiteside would be a great move for the Jazz. And, and hopefully... Um, maybe he's strong in some areas that Rudy's weak. Maybe he's got some more lateral quickness and athleticism. Uh, Rudy has the length, so it's good that we're versatile because we need to be able to let Quinn, and, and hopefully Quinn will make some better adjustments this year if he has the right versatile squad to, to make those adjustments. Um, but the next guy is Rudy Gay. Um, he is a former star level caliber player and has tapered off but so he's not gonna be like he was in the kings but he's kind of a guy like if you remember iso joe joe johnson the guy who hit the game winner over i believe the clippers in game one of the first round of the 2017 playoffs back when we actually beat the clippers um and then he, he was decent for the spurs i think he's just a good veteran to have on our team i think he can teach the jazz some things on the court i mean Dwayne Wade is a great veteran, like retired veteran and owner of the team off the court. But um, I think Rudy Gay on the court is a much needed veteran. I mean, I think Joe Ingles and some of them are, are veterans, but just a proven star like Rudy Gay. Excuse me. So I think that, yeah, Rudy Gay will be a great addition to the team. Okay, so he's not... I mean, I would say he's a decent two-way player, just maybe a step slower than he used to be. But like, but but that's kind of what the Jazz are looking for—somebody um, that they can get at a cheaper deal that can. Because um, I feel like a lot of people in the Jazz—they're either good at offense, case in point, like Mike Conley and Donovan and Clarkson, or they're good at defense, like Rudy and Royce. But like, we need a two-way player on this team. Because we can't have a guy be a liability on, I mean, we can't have too many guys in the court be a liability on one end of the court, on, on one end of the floor. It's nice if you have a plus on offense and defense. I mean, their plus minus is going to be through the roof, and that's just that, that's just going to definitely help the team. Um, and so there's going to be some definitely some battle for playing time. Um, I think you're still going to see a lot of the traditional lineup that we've already seen. So I feel like the the starters will stay mostly intact, but the the bench it, um, is where will be deeper. I think, I mean, Donovan and Conley seem like locked at the one and the two. There might be some games where there might need to be some rest or they, who knows, maybe maybe they want to give some other players some experience and, and let um, some of the, the proven starters um, rest a little more. But, um, I think that you're going to see maybe, I feel like the three and the four can sometimes be interchangeable, like between uh, Joe Ingles and some of these new guys, Rudy Gay, um, it'll be interesting to see who gets the time. Bojan will be the starting um, four, I think, in most in most lineups, so, uh, so that'll be interesting to see, but yeah, Rudy's locked up the center, but I feel like the Jazz are just a deeper, just a better team, and... and I think that Justin Zanuck, just props to him. Um, Dan, Dennis Lindsay, I, th I thought he was good, but like so a lot of Jazz fans are high on this. Like They're thinking, oh man, Justin Zanuck's making these moves because 
basically what you're doing is you're giving yourself insurance. So when a guy like Donovan or, or Conley get banged up, you have guys that can make pick up the slack. At least I, I would think so. Like you saw that that's what that's what the Clippers were able to do. Kawhi goes down and Terrence Mann and, and, and a lot of the Clippers just they adjusted perfectly and they had the guys to do it and the Jazz didn't have a response. And I feel like the Clippers just really wanted it more because their team had never been to a conference finalist. I mean, they're one of, I think, few teams. I think there might be one other team out there in the NBA that's never been. But, I mean, some fans, I heard some Jazz fans that were there said there were Clippers fans that said that they'd literally been waiting their whole life to, to see the, the Clippers just make it to the Western Finals. And who knows, maybe one day they'll make it the Finals or Championship, but hopefully the Jazz are next in line for that. Um, I mean, I almost, I don't want to, um, blow the the hype train horn too much, but I'm I'm already like feeling like championship aspirations. But I mean, baby steps. We gotta at least we gotta get to the Western Conference Finals. If Donovan keeps having these great teams, but keeps um bowing out in the first or second round, he's I feel like he'll look elsewhere into maybe Brooklyn and and I I mean I love Donovan. I want him to stay, and let's hope that he does. But um, now that I'm done with that little tangent. Um, the last guy, Eric Pascal, he's a guy we just picked up, um, and from the Warriors, like a really um, good deal. He was like first team All NBA rookie or something. He was like the 30th or like the 40th something pick in the draft. Um, I think his offense was pretty decent. Like he was a good guy off the bench, and so I think he's about less than a six six. So maybe he's like can fill like the two or the three. Um, I'm excited to see the small ball lineup. So I kind of was asking Jazz fans like what what we should call it, like the Wasatch back. You know, you have the Wasatch front with like Rudy and the tall guys. But like, um, I feel like we have some guys like Rudy Gay. You could almost put him at center in a small ball lineup. And so I'm, I'm excited to see kind of what the death lineup would look like for the Jazz. Kind of like you know how the Warriors their their death lineup was pretty lethal back when when they were like winning 73 games and added a KD, but um, I'm thinking, so my one question is, can Eric Pascal play play defense? I think Rudy, Rudy Gay is your um, two-way player, Hassan Whiteside is a good defensive player, which is something great to have from your center, that can protect the rim and just kind of do a lot of things that you ask him to do, and then Eric Pascal can be um, a good offensive player, so so hopefully we'll see a lot of them improve on the other side of the ball where maybe they aren't as gifted. I, I wouldn't say Eric Pascal is a liability. Like, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, yeah, some jazz, some of the Jazz have been liabilities because I feel like they just expect Rudy to pick up the slack too much. So let's just hope that, I mean, Rudy can do his job, but the other Jazz players need, need to do theirs because Rudy can't be expected to protect the paint and the perimeter at the same time. Yeah, he's got to rotate and, and stuff like that, but um, but so do the, the rest of the players. So excited to see what happens there. Um, so now I'm gonna actually get to your comments. I had, I was asking some colleagues of mine that was that were at the game kind of some questions or comments. Um, so we, we have this jazz group chat um, and, and it's actually starting to get back up where um, more people are being invited to the chat on Twitter. So hit me up at USU the right blue if you want to be in it. Um, but um, we're just talking about the summer league and 
So I'll go through some of the, these comments um, on on how some of them looked. So Calvin, he, he's one of the ringleaders of the, the group. Um, he said, Forrest, um, Doak, um, Doka Azabuki, and, and Hughes all look like potential NBA rotational players. Uh, that is really promising. Um, I don't know, with the Jazz just being so deep, I don't know how much time they're all going to see. Um, Udoka Azabuki has some competition there with Whiteside, so um, we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, in Trent Forrest and Hughes, that, that'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, maybe, I feel like some of these guys at some point might need to be a midseason um, chip that you put in to, to maybe bring a veteran or, or a more proven player. Um, but yeah, I'd love to see. Um, I'm a Jazz fan that also likes enjoys the players. So unless a player leaves and then salty like mean way, like maybe Ennis Cantor. I mean, I, I think he's made amends now and has said some good things about Utah now. But at the time, he was kind of salty. And then Darren Williams, Gordon Hayward. Um, it's harder to cheer for those players. But I think um, some of the players like Rodney Hood or. or um, Dante Exum, like I find myself wanting those Jazz players to succeed, and so I mean, shout out to Matt Thomas, Jordan Sneang, Derek Favors for for their contributions, and uh, the, the, I almost, honestly, Jazz fans, I I almost get just as excited for NBA off season as I do the regular season because I feel like more of you um, are tuning in to the podcast and reading the articles and just are so excited for the the next step in the history of this franchise so um thanks calvin for that um another comment i thought brantley played with some grit tonight too so so yeah i definitely saw it he looks stronger by the way i saw a couple clips of him and he just seemed stronger he was able to hit some shots off the dribble um juan morgan he's, he struggled from outside but looked decent as well uh, okay, that's good to know. Um, my favorite Morgan, I, I, I got a picture with Juwan Morgan or, or something at the Salt Lake City Stars game a couple years ago. Um, my wife's name is actually Morgan, so Juwan Morgan, sorry, you're my second favorite Morgan. <laughs> but um, yeah, my wife, of course she's first, but um, if Brantley can find a way to finish, I think he'll be solid. Okay, so yeah, he's strong, but yeah. Got definitely got to finish at the rim and finish your plays. Can't you can't have a ten million dollar move and a one cent shot. I'm not not saying that he does, but that's just a saying I've heard. Um, but yeah, his I love to see how the NBA um, players evolve their bodies over time. Like Donovan, you see he's got the muscles now, and Rudy like they're looking um, like NBA players. They almost look like Hercules or something out there. I mean, I mean LeBron look, looks like insane like that but but yeah anyways it, it's good to, to see them them doing well um so so yeah um those are most of the the comments i think that oh wow doka azabuki had was nine for nine and had a, a double double in the win today for so um, i'm excited to see i believe correct me if i'm wrong but Tomorrow, I mean, by the time you listen to this, on Take Note Thursday, there may be at one final summer league game of the Jazz Blue versus the Jazz White. Um, one funny thing I tweeted, well, 
I always think my tweets are funny, but maybe not all of you do, but I, w I just thought um, if the Utah Jazz and the St. Louis Blues, like, base um, hockey team <laughs> had a baby, it would just be, like, the Jazz Blue team, <laughs> which, which I thought was kind of cool. I think the Jazz White team had better players on it, but overall, um, Jazz Blue team was the team I was most excited about. Um, let's see. Um, so let's see what's up next. Is there another game tomorrow? Okay, so the squad, so the white squad is undefeated, and so on Friday night they're going to play Team Blue. So there's going to be a day break. Um, then I guess the Grizzlies and the Spurs will play each other. So that they've been playing Jazz teams the past couple nights. So um, I I can't remember. I think one of them got a win against. So I think one of them's 0-2 then, and the other one's 1-1, one because one of them snuck a, t a win on the blue team um, the the first night. So anyways, that's it. That's about all we have for today. Um, next week, I'm going to want to dive in more on the team and what they're looking like. Um, if we have an NBA schedule, I'll be talking about that. So, so stay tuned on that. Um, that's one of the things I get hyped about, especially when um, the Christmas games are usually the first to be announced in the first week. Um, and I definitely like to plan my Christmas day around it. If, I mean, if the Jazz are playing, I know back when LeBron was on the Cavs, I had to circle Cavs-Warriors because I used to live in Ohio. So, I mean, I know some of you guys don't like LeBron, and I understand he's on the Lakers. I don't, I, I don't particularly I hate like LeBron or like Carmelo when he was on the Lakers, but I'm not cheering for them to do well in Lakers because just I know Jazz fans we're not Lakers fans so but anyways until next week this is Dan um your host of the Take Note Thursday podcast so um keep keep um strong this off season um just a couple months um if you're a sports fan there's plenty of football um and the, I guess the soccer which they call football everywhere else and Olympics, um, college football starting, so be sure to check out our other podcasts as we're previewing seasons for BYU, Utah State, um, Ute, the Utes, and sometimes even Weber State. Um, and then RSL Sundays on, on Sunday, we'll, we'll have the recap for this Wednesday night game as well as the, um, and by the way, it looks like as I'm finishing, RSL's gonna, looks like they'll have lost this game, but hopefully they can re rebound and play strong on Saturday night. So until then, have a good week and keep being the best jazz fans out there. TheHiveSports.com has all the buzz on sports in the Beehive State covering prep, college, pro, and church sports. No way, really? Okay, maybe not that last one. If you want to stay in the know about all things jazz, cougars, aggies, and utes, then this is the site for you. TheHiveSports.com. We may even feature your high school. So check us out today at TheHiveSports.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Check out TheHiveSports.com because we got the buzz.